people, welcome back to the Arsenio Buck Show. So grateful to be back, and I bring it to you a coaching live. That is right, baby. I got a Q and A. Oh my God, guys! I've been telling you to give me these Qs and As as much as you can because, guys, well, you know what? That's what the designated Tuesday and Thursday is for. I want you guys to actually give me, of course, you know, some extra material, some extra things that I can do extra podcasts on, and of course, showcase who I am and what I do. So here we go. That even about me. It's about this question right here. Here we go. The question was, when to stop giving a damn? And I said, when to stop giving a damn is when you make the conscious choice to stop giving a damn. Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example because, again, he went into it. He, yes, he, he went into it and he expressed his feelings about, you know, a friend. And I think I've answered this a very, very long time ago because he expressed his friend and, you know, he said he puts in so much into the relationship with his friend. And then he, the, his friend literally gives him 20 when he gives 80. Um, again, this is stemmed from what my students have told me, you know, them trying to communicate with people in a specific line group on the application line. And they don't, they don't say anything, but they communicate with other people, blah, 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 blah. Listen, listen, listen. I've been through there. I've been there, done that. Hell, even recently. So let me give you an example. Wait, you need to ask yourself, when someone is not worth your time, don't give them any time. You, not, not even ask yourself that. When someone is not worth your time, give them no time. So I'm going to give you something. Just a couple of days ago. Some things have happened, like I told you about, you know, in terms of the relationship and whatnot. So I tried salvaging whatever I could. For some reason at night, something told me, hey, you know what, try salvaging whatever you can. And I said, okay, I'm going to try to meet this individual one more time. So I went about my business and I said, okay, I'm going to meet this individual. So I ended up meeting this specific girl. And it was so difficult because... Again, I'm looking at the location. I'm like, okay, this is going to be great. This is going to be a great night. I did a couple of podcasts. I did this. I did that. It was successful. And now I'm going to go meet. We're going to have this nice chat and everything's going to be all right. We're going to patch everything up. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So then I'm looking at the location on Facebook and it says she's at this place. I'm over here. And so it was literally like, it was like cat mice. Okay. She was the mice. I was the cat. So I said, okay, listen, you could have went this way, but it's all good. Can you just get off here and just stay there? No. She got off. She went downstairs. She took a picture of some goddamn signs. She was like, "Uh, I'm at exit one and two. I'm like, okay, why are you at exit one and two? And I was like, okay, meet me over here. She goes opposite. She takes a picture of the stairs. I'm like, why the fuck would you take a picture of the stairs? I don't know where the stairs are. There are many stairs around here. Come over here. And she's like, okay, I'm here. I'm at Siam. I'm, I'm like, okay, where at Siam? Siam is huge. She takes a picture of the, 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 the ice cream place. I'm like, okay, I know where this is. I went there. She's not there. Every place she took a picture of, she ended up leaving. Do you understand what I'm saying? And so here I am. That's completely bombarded. So she came up to me. She was smiling. She gave me a mask that I had already had. I didn't accept it because, again, I had already had that mask. I, feel, I felt very bad about that. Because when someone gives you something, you always should accept it regardless if you have one or not. Um, and next thing you know, her energy went straight out the window right after that. And whatever we were trying to salvage at that specific moment, there was no salvaging. We were going to focus more on that stupid ass, you, you know, what just happened. So here she was. She was quiet. She was angry. She said this. She was dead. Okay. She barely even spoke. Okay. But when she spoke, it was just a blaming game. 
She's like, you don't trust me. You don't lie to me. This, that, that. But again, she barely even talked. So after a while, I'm trying to talk about something. I'm trying to talk about something even more serious. Trying to get off topic. I'm trying to like sense everything. I'm trying to sense the variations, the different, you know, the stress patterns that she's going through. I'm just kind of sitting there trying to assess the situation. I'm trying to figure out, okay, Arsenio, this is when you need to, you know, this is the close listening. This is the empathic listening skills. No more probing. No more blaming. No more this. Okay, try to focus on something off topic. So I said, hey, guess what? My uncle added me on Facebook after six years. Completely ignore me. I was like, okay, well, that was pretty serious. So if that didn't work, nothing else is. So I stayed quiet a little bit longer. And I sat there and I was like, oh, oh my God. Okay, this is just wasting my fucking time. I left my home at about 520. Here it is, about 6.35, 6.40, 6.45. I could have done so much more within that hour instead of just going to this goddamn place just to sit in front of someone who doesn't want to communicate. So next thing you know, I remember I said, well, yeah, you, you know, thank you so much for the mask. She's like, no, it's not yours. And I'm like, whoa, okay, wait. You initially tried giving it to me. Now it's not mine. I mean, who even says that? And right then and there, I was like, I'm done. I put all my stuff in my pocket. I took my money out. She's like, you want to go home? I was like, uh, you're not coming. I can't make you happy. I'm done. I'm done. I went to the cashier. I was like, you're going to take the train out? Okay, bye. I walked off. That was the last time I'll ever see that human being. In it's, uh, I just don't tolerate dumb shit. If you want to speak, you speak. This is the problem with communication. Why do you think we went through all the World War I's, the World War II's, the Vietnam War, the Korean War, the, all the bullshit-ass wars? It's because we lack communication. And of course, men are stupid and power hungry, no offense, but they are. You see what I mean? If I literally took time out of my, uh, out of my night, out of my night, to go all the way down there, to try to resurrect something that I was trying to figure out the night before, and you just completely fuck me over, what am I supposed to do? There is nothing else I could do. Nothing. So I said, Arsenio, you're beating a dead horse. You cannot kick a dead dog. No one ever kicks a dead dog. And what do I mean by that? Metaphorically speaking, what's done is done. You can't change a goddamn thing. Everything that happened in the past and this and that. Listen, when to stop giving a damn is when the other person just doesn't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like, you, you really have to ask yourself that. So whatever, if it's a relationship or if it's a friendship, it could be anything. Man, it could be even like a conversation initiators, like especially gambits and whatnot. I remember I was trying to talk to this individual uh, on Instagram, sent an entire paragraph. All this individual sent was three words, and I was like, block. Blocked them. And I'm like, like that, you're not, ta- you're not valuing my time. It's disrespectful to not respond to any of that. And honestly, I just don't, I, I don't pander around that type of negativity and that egoism. Man, sometimes, you know what, if you find yourself and you find your attention units just completely crowding your mind, and you're constantly thinking about this specific individual rather than thinking about growing and learning and, like, excelling in life, there's a decision that needs to be made. And when you actually make that decision, it's going to be, you're going to be free. Like, I mean, I've had so many different friends in my life. I've had so many different relationships, man. I mean, if I was smarter, like, 11 years ago in my very first relationship, I would have left her. But everything fell, it, everything fell through perfectly because I went to Australia. You see what I mean? Um, 
beating a dead horse. I mean, I, luckily I went to Australia. Everything had its its value to it, extreme value. Every complete depa- every departure in my life was the best. You know, I remember in 2010, I met a girl online. I don't even know where I met her on. It was like a football forum. I can't remember. Her name was Sandra Tansy. She was straight out of Indonesia, been living in Australia for the longest. And I met her. I went all the way out there to Melbourne, you know, all the way out there to Melbourne to see her. And I remember she just literally dumped me off to another friend. I'm like, dude, I'm over here trying to like visit Sandra and this and that and visit Melbourne, Australia to just make a decision whether or not I'm going to move there. And Sandra's like, oh, okay, I'm going to see you first day, and then I'm going to be busy, and I'll see you on the the night before. And I was like, what? (laughs) And I remember I I befriended her other friend, Ramishka. And I'm just giving you guys a bunch of stories because this all relates, right? And Ramishka, you know, we ended up going to Great Ocean Road. We ended up, like, buying American honey, and we were, like, in a sauna, like, just baked. We were having so much fun, man. It was a great time. But being alone in that city was very difficult. Man, I didn't see Sandra until that, that, the night before I freaking left. And by that time, I was completely intoxicated because I was a fool back then. I still have those pictures. That was the greatest time. Um, and I think, I, of course, I had too much to drink. And, you know, I, did, I drank on an empty stomach because, of course, I was still young back then and all these other things. And I was supposed to go out salsa dancing with everyone, and we were going up the elevator to do something. I can't remember, and I was like, listen, I can't even walk, and they were just making fun of us. They were taking pictures. It was so funny. I ended up going to sleep. Sandra was at the salsa club, and she was so angry that I didn't come. What about the rest of the five days? See, people that just don't take accountability. Like, you had, like, honestly, if I go to a country, and I was stupid back then, okay? Now it's much, much easier because I never rely on a soul. But... If I go to a country all the way out there to come see you, I expect you to do good on me. You know what I mean? This was eight. This was nine years ago. This wasn't the the. This was the pre tender, the pre everything days where you could actually meet some freaking cool people out there. No, 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 no. I remember the year before when I went to Australia for ten freaking days to visit the Japanese girl. She took care of me real well. She said, "Hey, listen, man." I gotta go to school for the last two days. You're here. It's all good. I'm gonna come pick you up, dude. It's all good. I said, "Yeah." There was, there was no maps. There was no directions in how to get here and there. This was 10 years ago. 10 years ago. All right? There was no uh, uh, Facebook. There was no calling. There was no this. There was no that. There was no using a phone. There were no SIM cards. There was nothing like that. We're living in a beautiful era right now. But again, she took care of me. Sandra didn't take care of me. And then next thing you know, me, uh, Sandra and I, that was the end. I don't remember speaking to her much anymore. You know what was so absolutely weird? A year later, I ended up going and moving to Australia, Melbourne. Uh, Sandra didn't know, and there was another girl named Christy. She was Chinese Australian. Well, no, I'm sorry. She was Mauritian, but she had Chinese heritage. It's very interesting. Um, And I remember both of them were jealous because I didn't come out here for this and that. And I remember Sandra was standing like literally two, three feet away from me because – Ramishka, who I actually wasn't friends with that day. It was just all this banana crazy dumb shit. Do you understand what I'm saying? When someone's not worth your time, you don't give them time. Like, do you understand how angry I am from what from what happened? To, well, I'm not. I'm not. Because that's I shortened the re- reactionary uh, period and whatnot. But at that time, I was like, I can't believe I just wasted two beautiful hours for nothing. Like, what was the point of that? But at the same time now, what do you learn in that process? So these are three questions I'm going to give you, actionable steps. 
Is it worth it? Is it even worth it? Whoever that person is, is it worth it? I'm just telling you straightforward. I'm just asking you straightforward. Is it worth going the extra mile? Now, number two, you need to sit that person down immediately. If you felt like you had something back then and now it's not like that anymore, guess what? The purpose was fulfilled. I hate to tell you that. What does that mean? Well, we already know about purposeful relationships, right? What's a purposeful relationship? A purposeful relationship is someone who comes into your life to fulfill a purpose. Once that purpose is fulfilled, the relationship will forever take a, tr- a take a turn. I'm not saying necessarily it's going to end, but the energy, that synergistic communication and the synergy that you guys had before, it's just going to be flatlined. And have you ever asked yourself wondering, hey, you know what, what, what uh, how come things just aren't the same like, like they used to be? It's because the purpose was, the, the, there was a, pur- a purpose that needed to be fulfilled back then. But now that the purpose is fulfilled, it's over. So if we come back full circle with everything and I look at what happened just recently with that specific individual, I'm like, dude, everything was so high. Everything was so high. At the end of December, boy, we had a great Christmas. We had this. We had that. New Year's and the New Year's, December 1st, that energy changed and it turned – that beautiful energy turned into toxic energy. So what happened? Well, I'm guessing a purpose was fulfilled. What was that purpose? That's something I'm going to have to ask myself over the next couple of weeks and then it's all going to make sense. But what I'm trying to do and what I was trying to do that night, you know, and trying to go, trying to beat this dead drum, trying to beat this dead horse, this dead dog, whatever you want to kill it. I was trying to, to, to salvage something that was already fulfilled. So if you look at it that way, yes, we have three types of relationships. If you want to categorize that specific friend who you're saying, man, is he worth my damn time? If you want to categorize him, of course, as a, you know, a lifetime relationship or a life, what is it? A life changing relationship. Uh, well, I'm sorry, not a life life given relationship, lifetime relationship, and a purposeful relationship. Lifetime, yes, I got a lifetime friend, Andre. Is Andre in my inner or my outer circle? He's in the outer because if Andre leaves at any given moment throughout my life, it doesn't matter. I'm still gonna stay afloat. My roots are my roots. That's the way I look at it. And you know, I was trying to communicate with that individual two days ago, trying to say, hey, you know what, man? You know, um. You know, this is what has happened in my past, and now you could, you know, you understand what, you know, why I'm always just so independent because I know at any given moment somebody will walk out of my life. Of course, there was no response to it because she was still, th- she was worried about, and this is when you deal with selfish people. They're so invested into what they want and this and that and finger pointing and blaming and whatnot. I mean, honestly, are you in a purposeful relationship? Life giving. Now, that's another one, right? A life-given is just literally it comes and it goes. Life-given is kind of like those people who come into your life, they bring a lot of noise, and then boom, they're gone. You need a who in 2009. She was a life-giving relationship. She was. Because at that specific moment, I needed someone to completely disrupt my biochemistry in terms of what happened with my girlfriend like back you know like a few months before she had her own baggage she was still dealing with the guy by the name of nick and she's like oh i like him so much then next thing you know i was like oh yeah i liked her i liked her back in the past so much and then 
we, the pathetic, the, the despicables, we were able to blend together. And so when you get one despicable being blended with another despicable being, what do you get? You get despicable synergy. But you're able to relate. And then you start saying to yourself, hey, you know what? Maybe everything's going to be all right. And it was. She's like, hey, let's go out. Let's do this. Let's do that. Let's do this. She was a disruptor, a complete disruptor. But she also brought a lot of baggage and a lot of ridiculous noise to the point where, of course, when the Los Angeles Lakers did win that NBA title against the Orlando Magic in the summer of 2009, that was the last day we we spoke on the phone. She was absolutely irate. She was screaming on the phone saying this and that. And she sent the message. She said, I took you off Facebook, this and that. Oh, oh my gosh. She said all these types of things. And that was the end. I remember I approached this guy named David. David, oh, my God, who cares? But David, he was like, I I told him, I was like, I can't believe it. This friend that I just had just yesterday, she's gone now. I can't believe it. And I still remember his words changed me forever. He said, Arsenio, why do you care about a grimy-ass person? Grimy-ass person is like a person that's like two-faced as hell and a lot of just negative things, right? And then at that specific moment, something went off in my mind, and I completely forgot about her right after that because I realized how grimy she was. And so whether it was a life-given relationship or a purposeful relationship with, you know, the person that, you know, I was dealing with over the past couple of weeks, um, maybe it was life-given. But I do believe the purpose is gone because now when I saw her this night, it was just off. There was nothing. It was bad. There was no nothing. There, I was just sitting across from somewhere. I was just like, oh, my God, this is pathetic. I got to get out of here. And I did. I went inside to pay. You know, it was terrible service in that place. I hurry up, smack some money down on that goddamn counter. And I say, you going home, bye. And, by the, and you know what? When I walked out of there, it doesn't matter if I ever see or speak to that human being ever again. Why? Because that energy kills me. Let me give you one more example. I'm going to let you go because I hope these stories kind of relate. And I just want you guys to know how I handle these types of things. Now, some of you might be opposed to it. That's completely fine. But some of you might say, you know what? That's what I'm probably going to do next. You know, there was a girl by the name of Veronica. She's a trainer at the lab, a gym that I go to uh, on a routine basis. And I remember the first time I met her, we were high energy. I remember I tried talking to her on Instagram that day. It was just one word, two word, one word, two word responses. She said she was already into those types of the colored brothers right the brother she was into the brothers and i'm like okay the thing is do you ever want to get involved with someone who's only in like likes only one specific race absolutely not that's secular that's trash you need to look at someone based on the character of that person rather than the color of their skin that's what martin luther king jr said a very very long time ago So if you got some person that just says, oh, well, I only like this, I only like that. Well, guess what? Most Asian women only like what? You said it. You probably already know. So do you want to deal with those types of people? No. So what ended up happening? I'm like, okay, I get it. I know what's happening right now. She's giving me these two, three word responses. She doesn't really care. (gasps) It's because that she's involved with someone else. Oh, one week later, I went to the place. That energy was ugly. It was ugly. Just like what I experienced just recently. With my other friend. You know, the somewhat of a dating slash complete debacle of an evening. When you're high energy and you go completely flat and toxicity, it's horrendous. 
and you know what? You never – you just want to get out of that and you just never want to turn back. And I still remember when we finished the workout and everything, I was just trying to hurry up and get into the shower. She's like, hey, we're going to go for breakfast because I, I said, hey, we should go for breakfast like an idiot. And I remember right after that, um, I came outside the, the, the gym and I hurry up and quickly glanced at her phone while she was speaking because she had her phone down and whatnot. And boom, what did I see? You already know what I saw. On an application, it was a picture of someone. A picture of someone in the chat. Regardless of whatever color he was, it doesn't matter what he was. But the fact of the matter is, what my hypothesis, my assumption, was that she was talking to another guy. That's why she's not speaking to me so much. It was absolutely correct. We went out eating. She was fucking rude. <laughs> After that, I stu- I kept her on there. I just didn't want to block her right off the back. Kept her on there for two weeks. Got her the hell out of there. Blocked her on here. Blocked her on there. Get rid of all that trash, guys. High energy. Oh, QP. That's going to be the next coaching session. All right? And that's what I'm going to be getting into in the next coaching. Uh, what is it? The next coaching live. That should be debuting uh, next Tuesday because we got a lot of things coming up this week. So, yeah. Next Tuesday, the next coaching live, guys. Stay tuned for that. And with that being said, man, you guys just have a wonderful – I it, honestly, the guy that actually answered me this question – or I'm sorry, asked me this question – I hope you understand that. All I have to do is just categorize, categorize those three, categorize the three people, the the people that you come in contact with. I'm talking about the personal relationships, lifetime, and life given. You're gonna understand, because that person who's just completely flipped the script. I don't know how long you know that individual for, but once you start to put piece things together, you'd be like, you know what? I've only known her for, or known him, or whatever it is. For one to three months. You know, just like, um, man, I meet people from all over. I meet so many different people. But I've known what the, 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 the dating girl, you know, that I brought into this year and now it's literally off. I've known her for, what, three, four months? But she's been, of course, lingering, on, lingering around on my Facebook and here and there for quite a long time. But, yeah, man, now it's just, it's completely, it's completely finished. And it, I mean, it is what it is. But at that same moment, I'm going to be able to piece it together. You know what? If I actually sit here and tell myself, you know what? And I'm probably going to even make a podcast on it later on this year. Because I'm going to realize what was her purpose. What was her purpose for in my life? Because she said, Vietnam, Vietnam, Vietnam. And of course, from you know, from Vietnam, Vietnamese. Amazing, amazing individual. When it comes to different, you know, different things in terms of dating, just completely opposite about, you know, we uh, opposite beliefs and different stuff like that. You know what I mean? And it's work. It takes work. The other person's not willing to listen. If that's the relationship you're in, you know, you got to sit them down and say, hey, man, this isn't working. This isn't working. It can work, but I'm going to need your help. If you're going to sit there angry and stay quiet, let's just cut, let's just let, let's cut this bit short. Let's cut it short. That's what you got to do. So, guys, with that being said, man, honestly, think about this. Think about this long and hard because it is crucial for all of you out there. I'm your host, Arsenio. Stay tuned for more Over and Out.